Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, folks. I would like to introduce myself. My name is Payal. And I am a traveler who also loves to meet people. And I think a blend of both is where this concept of melting pot has come about. In my Melting Pot series, I will be talking to lots of inspiring people from different parts of the world and also from different cultures, whom I meet during all my travels. The common factor between these folks will be the desire to follow their passion and make it a way of life. So step into this melting pot and enjoy the chats. Hi listeners, welcome back to another weekly melting pot episode, a series of conversations with some absolutely extraordinary people who have followed their dreams and reached a stage in their lives through sheer grit and determination. I am so privileged to have a very, very special guest with me today. Idan Amethi is an acclaimed Israeli musician, a martial arts expert, and most recently recognized the world over for his stellar performance in the very globally loved series, Fauda. And I am talking to Idan, who tells me that today he's in Tel Aviv. So thank you so much for joining me, Idan. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm privileged. Thank you for the, the warm hospitality and the warm words. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. You know, I can't help but start this conversation with a little bit about you. So I'm sure my listeners who incidentally are global would love to hear a little bit about your growing up years. And if there are any like really in memories that have stayed with you and which you are happy to share from your your childhood i'd love you to share those with your listeners with my listeners and our listeners rather <laughs> <laughs> i think uh, we'll start in, at the beginning uh, i was born uh, here in israel in uh, jerusalem 30 30 years ago in a really uh, simple and uh, really uh, tiny tiny neighborhood uh, uh, that's called uh, the Kurdish neighborhood. Uh, actually, Israel is, is a place of uh, immigrants. Everybody came uh, all from uh, Europe, all from uh, Arab countries uh, nearby, uh, nearby Israel. And uh, my grandparents came from uh, Kurdistan and uh, Iran. My childhood was very, very simple. Uh, you know, uh, the, the experience of, uh, of a little child that uh, is uh, going out playing with uh, with his friends and coming back uh, to my, my parents' had little a little apartment, just uh, two rooms, uh, but a very warm house. 
And actually, uh, everything that I'm uh, doing today, uh, even Fauda and my music is a reflection of my childhood. Uh, try to be uh, simple and try to base myself in those uh, simple... Uh, Values. Uh, memories and and simple values which you hold very close to your heart i guess and that's that's what's impacted you and during your growing up years and now as you've mentioned with your music and with father how important is food in your culture so your so basically it would be kurdish or it would be israeli what i mean how would you identify that I think when I uh, grew up, I started to, to look out, uh, you know, we, we are fine. We are, all people were just uh, looking for the definitions. And uh, what I am, am I more? Am I more Jewish, more Israeli? Uh, but I think uh, the, base, uh, the basic thing about me that I was uh, Kurdish, that I was Kurd, and the food and the music uh, in our house, I think uh, just from... Just from that, and so I think the the first definition, the first thing that I'm saying about myself that I'm a, I'm an Arab Jew, I'm I'm a Kurd Jew. Um, the food yeah. and the music was uh, very important, very uh, in the center of our, of our home. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask. Uh, so you're basically like my show. You're, you yourself are a melting pot, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> you've got so many influences. So that's quite interesting. Yeah. yeah, I was going to ask about your music because you're. I've heard a lot of your music. Uh, I keep following it because I really enjoy it. I don't understand a word of what you're singing, <laughs> <laughs> but somehow it doesn't matter because I think music has no it's it's a language in itself and you don't really yeah. need words so so now i mean i understand that music was a very important part of your home and your growing up and so that was really your influence for getting into music but, and and i hear that it's very ballad style it's very soulful kind of music so is that something that you were listening to growing up as well? Um, I think I'm in love with music. I had uh, lots of styles uh, ever since I was a child. And uh, I always telling here uh, to people here in Israel that uh, this is the first uh, 10 years or the first period of uh, the music I'm uh, doing. We are now uh, working uh, also on another album, another Israeli album, and also a project that uh, will be more uh, techno music. Uh, so um, I can't really say that this is uh, my style. Um, I think it's just a quick, uh, a, a tiny peek of uh, the things that uh, that I love, and uh, hopefully uh, in the next uh, the next years to come, uh, uh, I will do some uh, some different and more uh, things that, uh, that are inside of me that didn't have the chance to. Uh, so to basically to express yourself through music, but different genre of music. And so you're going, what you're saying is that you're hoping to, and you are experimenting with different kinds of tones and different kinds of music. And that's what you're going to bring into your 
your repertoire is, I'm assuming, what you're saying. So do you write your own lyrics? Uh, yes, I write my own uh, lyrics and melodies. and also have a tiny role in the, the production side. Uh, yes. So did you learn different instruments? Like I know you play the guitar because I've seen that on your music videos, but do you also have experience with different kinds of instruments? Like for example, the percussion, or do you play the saxophone? Or I don't know, do you also? <laughs> saxophone, I, saxophone, I wish. You wish, okay. Uh, <laughs> today I'm uh, playing uh, different kind of guitars, you know, guitars, as, as you know, in, in the Western world, and also bouzouki, it's a Greek I know, it's a Greek, yeah, I know, because, you know, I have, part of my family actually is Greek, and my brother's ah. married, yeah, so I'm very familiar <laughs> with the bouzouki, and she also, my, my brother's wife, my sister-in-law, she has her brother, who is a professional musician back in Athens, and he plays the bouzouki. So yeah, I'm very aware of the bouzouki and I love it. Very, very popular in Israel, uh, the bouzoukis. I love that since I was, uh, was a little child. So also the bouzouki, uh, piano, and uh, also drums. But I didn't learn in a professional way. Just uh, I came by, uh, you know, my experience and being around all these uh, amazing uh, musicians uh, around me and uh, my band and uh, you know well, maybe the saxophone uh, is the next one <laughs> <laughs> and why not <laughs> maybe i have now i've sort of reminded you so the next time i talk to you you'll say hey guess what i can now play the saxophone <laughs> <laughs> you are but playing something you are playing an instrument or? actually no i'm i listen to a lot of music but i don't unfortunately play any music my daughter on the other hand she used to play the drums and she also used to play the flute but she's also a tennis player so i think it started to bother her wrist because both the flute <laughs> and the drums you need to use your wrists a lot so yeah. so that's when she decided she weighed drums over tennis and then went with tennis. <laughs> so, so yeah, but I do listen to a lot of music and I enjoy it. I think it's such an, it's such an important and integral part of your life. And then it's so, it determines your mood, the kind of music you listen to. And it's just, it's something which is just a part of, of my life without me playing any music at all <laughs> so so yeah martial arts how did that happen it's funny that uh, you say that your daughter is uh, playing uh, drums um, because my me as a karate guy or martial artist uh, started as a started in a as a drummer and first lesson uh, in a drum lesson and my father uh, told me you need to change uh, you need to change uh, this one to something uh, more silent <laughs> uh, <laughs> we searched for something that I can do and then move it was a little bit uh, I don't know how to say it in English but uh, I just needed to move I was a child always needed uh, to move and you were restless so, you were restless yeah, yeah. yeah okay I get it yeah yeah so that's how you decided to play the guitar 
No, actually, this is how I, I decided to go uh, to learn uh, karate. Oh, okay, 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 Just, yeah. Right. Okay. I, I abandoned the music, uh, the music stuff, and just go uh, learn uh, karate. I came back uh, to the guitar uh, when, I, when I was much older, and I started with uh, karate afterwards. Uh, started doing a Korean martial art called the taekwondo. It's also an Olympic uh, sport. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sport as well, and. Uh, just uh, fell in love with this uh, with this world uh, of discipline and um, just use your body uh, in a way that you are uh, also getting to to know in all your parts of your body. I think people that, that are listening to us uh, now, if you just take a moment and close your eyes and try try to uh, be aware of any part of of your body, you will come to the to realize how we are, uh, we are unfortunately, today uh, we are uh, not uh, so connected with our uh, body. And uh, martial art took me to the place that I know my body very well. And uh, every morning uh, till today, uh, for the last uh, 20 years, uh, I'm getting up and doing uh, katas. Uh, katas is a bunch of uh, drills uh, that you need uh, to do uh, every day like a meditation so is it a part of taekwondo or is it a part of karate it's a part of karate okay it's a okinawi karate called weichi ryo the way the way of weichi okay the path of weichi and um, it's a really great uh, great part of my life and gave me so much and I, so you said that you're still waking up in the mornings and you are doing the drills every morning. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Obviously, I can't not talk about Falda. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, no, but before I start talking about Falda, because I think it's, it's going to take, uh, my listeners will be really, really curious, because Falda is a phenomena in, in, in the world over, and I think Netflix has really made it into something which is is almost like a cult now and everyone's waiting for the next season. <laughs> so, so before I start talking about your connection with and your influences with Father, I just wanted, I'm curious because I heard one of your interviews where uh, you mentioned that Amethi is not really your, your last name. And Amethi is a, it's the name of a place. Yeah. So could you just give my listeners and me a little bit of background about that? <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, it's, it's complicated, but when uh, the, the first uh, immigrants that, that came here to Israel, um, they came, you know, to uh, like, uh, like a, a government office and uh, tell their name. But uh, because of... Uh, People who didn't know the language, uh, they thought that uh, the name of the place uh, that they came from uh, is their last name. And uh, a lot of years after, uh, the little Idan is, uh, is uh, getting uh, to be born. And uh, my name is uh, Amedi, and I think this is uh, my family name. 
just when I was uh, 22, uh, I realized that uh, Ahmedi is the name of, uh, of a small village in uh, Kurdistan. And actually, my uh, family name was uh, Ben Israel. Was what? Uh, Can you say that again? Penny? Ben Israel. Ben Israel. Like, uh, Israel is like the son of Israel. Oh, yeah. okay. That's interesting. Wow. And so you discovered this only when you were 22. Yeah. So your, pa- your, your parents never, never said anything about this. My parents also, they, they maybe uh, talked about it uh, when we were childs, but uh, we used to be Amedis, and Amedis uh, is a big name in Jerusalem. Uh, the community is very uh, connected. And uh, just now I'm starting uh, to, to realize uh, the size of it. Uh, a year ago, uh, we had uh, this uh, big interview that uh, you saw in uh, Radao TV. In Kurdistan, and uh, we realized to understand uh, how big is it. The Amedi, the Amedi community is uh, much bigger than uh, the, the community there uh, is in Israel, and not only Jews, also uh, Muslims. And it was uh, an amazing uh, discovery. I can imagine. I mean, and at that age, to suddenly discover such an important factor of your life and your identity actually must have been quite, quite incredible. I mean, clearly it's better for people who, who address you because your last name would be such a struggle for foreigners <laughs> like me. So I'm grateful that it's Amedi and not, <laughs> and, and not your, your original, uh, original last name. So Amedi. Me too, I, <laughs> you too, this, right? <laughs> this strange thing, this, this strange. I never been in. Uh, I never been there in Kurdistan because of my military service. It was a combat service, so it's a problem to go to the to the region. But um, I saw some pictures, and I, I can't tell you how, but I just feel that I'm from there. Hmm. Just uh, something in, inside of me know uh, that uh, that I'm from there. Hmm. You you feel like a, a like a connection. Yeah. 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 Wow. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, it's so it's it's special when you discover something like this, and then it it obviously stays with you, and it will stay with you forever. And I, I don't know how your family, your parents, and your siblings feel about it. Do, you, do they also feel as connected? And do they also feel like, yeah, that is a part of them? Or it's mainly you who feels that connection? I think my father as well is, uh, as he's getting older and older, he uh, wants to go visit them. I think something... Uh, woke up uh, inside of them. My mother and my, uh, my older, uh, older brother are complete Israelis. <laughs> <laughs> complete Israelis. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. That's amazing. Um, they must be so proud of you, Adan, for, you know, all, your, all, all that you've accomplished at such a young age. They must be so, so proud of you. And then comes... No, I'm sure they are. <laughs> then comes Father. I mean, you know, when I um, heard, I heard your music before I actually watched Father. So I've been following you for a while. I, and I don't know how, maybe, you know, I feel 
like, I don't know, I feel some sort of a connection. I'm not sure what it is, but I'm always, I'm always looking for and seeking musicians or artists from other parts of the world. For me, even Spain plays a very special, it's a very special part in my life because I lived there for five years and I, I still where, where in, in Barcelona. And I only just came back. So I, I feel that connection. So I'm always, you know, and, and because I worked with LL, so I feel that connections. I have lots of connections. <laughs> so I started listening to your music before I watched Fauda. And then, you know, I always said to myself and thought to myself that you're so, your personality, even now when I'm talking to you, it, you're so soft-spoken. And your character in Fauda is also laid back, but it's, it's different, completely different. So I'm not sure if you've acted before Fauda or not. I, I'm not sure about that. So maybe that is also something that you can share uh, with the listeners. Actually, Fauda was uh, first experience as an actor. It came by, by a surprise. I met uh, Lior, Lior Raz, the main, uh, yeah, yeah. The main actor in one of my shows and he told me there is a there is a little part a little role in his second the second season and he thought about me and i told him you're wasting your time and <laughs> <laughs> do it and after i read the script i i, I keep calling him and told him no, you are doing a big mistake. I don't want to ruin your show. Uh, no, but why did me. you say that? Why did you say that? What is it that you felt you would not be able to identify with or, or, or you felt that you couldn't be a part of the show? Was it because you had to act or what was it? I think it's actually the opposite. I was, I was acting uh, for a long time uh, when I was uh, in the military. I uh, just didn't know I was acting. Uh, you know, we're, here in Israel, uh, we're going to the army really young at uh, the age of 18. Yes. And uh, I try uh, to say it in English. I try to be, I, I hope you will understand me. Uh, but, but a part of your heart is uh, becoming uh, turned off. And uh, when uh, Lior talked with me, uh, I think my first, uh, the first thing that came up uh, to my mind is uh, I don't want to come back uh, uh, doing uh, such things and uh, feel uh, that way. Um, but, so uh, are I you think... saying that you didn't want to be someone that you're not? Is that? Yeah. 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 Okay. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, after I got the part, it was a journey to, to find uh, in Idan inside of uh, Sagi, inside of this role. And uh, I got help uh, from Lior and from uh, also uh, Yaakov, that is, uh, is an actor, uh, also is uh, playing Eli yeah. uh, in the show. Um, and, and, and I found, I think I found a... Uh, I found Sagi actually in the, the third season that is becoming uh, becoming more uh, the dark side is coming out. Yeah. Uh, Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. 
Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So it, it was a long journey. It was very challenging to, to look for it and to find it. But uh, I thank Lior and I thank God uh, for, for this journey. It was uh, one of the best things that, that I ever done. Happened with you. And it's not a small part at all. I mean, it's quite an in- integral part of your uh, of the story so you know and uh, you're not it's not like it's it's a small part at all and you've done such an incredible job with it um, I wonder if you did you because of your martial arts because it's quite it must have been physically challenging for you right the role yeah. did you ever get injured while shooting yes I think for me and Leo, we had a scene that we are getting inside of, uh, of this complex. Very hard doing it. Uh, we need to jump from uh, a car and just uh, going out, uh, going in running uh, inside of this uh, building. Uh, so we got injured. Uh, Leo hurt his back. I hurt my hand. But uh, it's, it's like real life. So, and that was meant to happen. I'm trying to remember that scene now. So, were you meant to get injured in that scene? You're listening to a fusion of stories recounted for the first time ever by some fascinating people from across the globe with me, Pio, on this very unique and special podcast series, Melting Pot. Even in Israel, it's... Uh... You know, Fauda on Netflix and everybody speaks about it and uh, it looks like Hollywood, but it's uh, at the end, it's in Israel. Yeah. And uh, it's much more uh, rough and, uh, and difficult and we don't, we don't have stuntmen around here. We're just uh, doing it by, by ourselves. And um, I think the military and the, the, the experience that we have uh, from real life, from Military is uh, really helping us and letting us doing it uh, with less with less injuries. <laughs> yeah, and I think your one is the military and also your martial arts. Both, I think, would have yeah. Which is why I think, uh, like you mentioned, there are no um, stunt men, you know, in the series. So. Um, or generally in Israeli films. And so, which is why I think Fauda felt so raw and so real. Because I'm just someone who watched the series and watched it like how. I binge watched it. I think I (laughs) (laughs) I must have watched the first and the second season like 
back to back. And then the third season, of course, came later. But I think it's, that's what I felt that it's, and I think that's what connected it with the audience is the rawness and the and the fact that it felt so real. And now, you know, that you're saying that all the stunts were done by all of you, it makes a lot of sense completely. And um, I was going to ask you if Father had changed your life, but clearly you mentioned it yourself that it's the best experience in your life, right? I think it's, uh, it's one of the best experiences that you ever get to, to, to do. And also uh, the cast, uh, you know, they're friends for life. I don't know if uh, every actor can uh, say about uh, the things he has done, uh, but uh, me and Leo just uh, were in uh, Dubai uh, last week together. Uh, he's like a brother to me today. And uh, just uh, thank God uh, for this experience. And, uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I can understand that. And of course, the whole world wants to know if season four is coming <laughs> and and have you finished shooting for it or not or there's been like a hold up because of the pandemic uh, season four is uh, is coming up uh, we haven't uh, started the shooting yet because of the uh, covid preparation we started to to prep for it and the physical uh, just talked uh, with video uh, a few uh, half an hour ago. Uh, so as you can see, I uh, don't eat uh, right now. I do like uh, morning without eating because I need to prepare uh, for the next season and uh, look but more. Did, uh, did you? Do, <laughs> yeah. Did you do your morning drill or not? Yeah. yeah. You every, did every that. Morning, morning <laughs> okay. Drill. So you. After, you forget to eat, but you don't forget to do your morning drill, which is great. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, did not, I, didn't, I didn't forget. I just, uh, this is a, a part of the nutrition that uh, I need to do right now uh, just to get uh, more lean. Ah, okay. Yeah. okay. Okay, okay, okay. I understand. Yeah, okay. I mean, I was going to ask you a personal question, but... I don't know if you want to answer it. It's fine. If you can do it. I can yeah. It. How did you meet Mariam? How did I meet Miriam? Uh, <laughs> and is it Mariam or is it Miriam? It's Miriam. Miriam. Okay. So how did you meet Miriam? Actually, we learned in uh, the same uh, high school, uh, me and Miriam. And uh, she was dating uh, a good friend of mine. And here um, before... Uh, here after we finished high school, uh, I saw her uh, in a movie, uh, in the movies, and uh, we became good friends afterwards. And a few years after, we got together. And uh, it's, it's really the, the love story that, uh, <laughs> that uh, you can't write. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a big cliche, always I'm telling uh, our friends, we are a big cliche, uh, <laughs> me and Miriam. Um, but you know, love is love, you can't uh, escape. Absolutely, and like they say, the rest is history. Now you also have a baby, I understand. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, so that's a culmination of your love. <laughs> that's so amazing. And does she um, have a musical note in her body or no does she list does she play music does she 
I'm sure she listens to you and I'm sure a lot of your, you know, your lyrics are written for her, I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> but yeah, most of them. Most of them, yeah. So does she play any music or not? No, she she's quite afraid of it. Uh, of, uh, of the playing or uh, doing music, uh, I think uh, I think she would say that uh, she don't have the talent for it. I think uh, she's very talented, but she didn't want. Uh, she don't want to to do the search, the the, the hard work of uh, being uh, to play, play an instrument and things like that. Um, and she's also very very busy. Actually, Miriam deals with the. Um, how do I say it? How do I say it? I will, I will find the world in my in my head. Uh, in okay, minutes. okay, uh, and then and then you can and then you can tell me. Uh, but yeah. is she in the creative or not? No, no. Okay, yeah. She's so I managing guess. a big organization that uh, helps uh, helps students and kids, and uh, I don't know the quiet world uh, for it. Ah, but, uh, okay, okay, okay. So it's is, like uh, the good part of us. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I understand. Yeah. Okay. So she's involved with education, basically. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got that. And does she go with you on the sets of Fauda? Does she manage to do that or not really? No, the sets are very, uh, you know, you can't bring anyone, not your uh, wife, not your manager. It's like uh, going to war. Oh, um, so okay. no one gets uh, gets in. And if you got in, you can go out. You can't go out. Okay, then <laughs> basically you're stuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can imagine. Yeah, I guess as you have to keep things under wraps and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't really have outsiders in there. Yeah. Oh, that's a pity. When I come to Israel, I won't be able to come and watch. Ah, I think I can manage that. Uh, oh, great. <laughs> Now that you you now that we have talked so much, oh, that would be so amazing! I'd love that. Yeah. So, oh gosh, I've had so much fun talking to you. Seriously, Dan, I can't let you go without two things. One is I'd like you to because I have a lot of listeners uh, from all over the world who are at that stage in their lives where they're young, they're confused, they don't know uh, what direction uh, their lives should go in. They may want to do something, but they're drawn to something else because they think they have a talent for that, but they also have a talent for something else. So how do you, what kind, and I think your advice to them would definitely be inspirational because your life story is inspirational so would you have any advice to give these young people actually i just spoke this morning with uh, some uh, younger students here in a high school in uh, uh, i think the biggest uh, i don't know if, don't know if it's a problem but the biggest uh, challenge the, the the generation generation is facing is the, this problem they are uh, chasing something but they they don't know what they're chasing um, and i keep telling them doing what you are passionate about i think the music music in my life started with the just because i was passionate about it i didn't search to be like in uh, to have million uh, viewers in youtube and to be a prefer a profession uh, a performer and uh, all of these uh, big venues. Um, just 
love this uh, love uh, the guitar love music do things uh, with passion and uh, fame and money and those things will uh, will come uh, with that if I can give one tip uh, from the martial uh, martial arts uh, world in uh, Japanese they call it uh, the shoshin uh, mind shoshin I think uh, shoshin it's like the beginner's mind Uh, okay. when you start doing something when you are a beginner it's always difficult but this is the the best uh, thing or the the best period of everything that you are going to if you are starting uh, playing an instrument if you are starting uh, not even music if you are starting acting uh, the things that are more difficult most difficult are the best thing for you um if you manage to test uh, this zone of the beginner mind uh, you're in a good place so for the younger uh, listeners to got uh, some some of you here listening to us just try to uh, to win or to uh, to overcome this uh, the beginner's mind and the great things Wow yeah that's a very very good piece of advice because you're also saying don't be in a hurry because I mean don't try and patience. jump yeah patience don't try and jump five steps without experiencing step number two three and four uh, because that's where you will gain more understanding and yeah that that makes a lot the foundation of foundation for everything yeah because the generation tends to be a little bit in a hurry and think you know that they can sidestep a lot of things and get to the top really quickly but without hard work and patience you're absolutely right it cannot happen so i mean it can happen but it doesn't really have the same impact so yeah no you're absolutely right okay so now comes the best part <laughs> if you're ready for it i would like you to sing something and then also maybe first that's if you are going to sing and i hope you say yes just thank you that would be awesome <laughs> so if you could first maybe explain the lyric and then we'd love to hear you sing something i will uh, go bring the the guitar It's, okay, uh, super. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting. And it's going to rain from my car. It will oh, okay. take a few minutes. Okay, that's okay. So we can continue to talk while <laughs> that happens. In terms of music, do you write how does the inspiration come to you? Do you have like there can't be a method, right? When you're creative, it probably happens at the spur of the moment or uh, what is your process as a musician actually i don't want to wait for inspiration to come so i deal with it like like exercise uh, i'm getting up uh, every morning and just uh, write as you write a journal as you write this for you basically everything you are experience uh, in your day even this podcast i will out i will write about it Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just doing it consistent all the time uh, every day and then um, I think once a month or uh, once in a couple of weeks I just take this uh, notebook 
and start uh, mark the, the best sentences or the best ideas uh, in, inside of, uh, of my notebook. And the um, songs are, are coming uh, with it. And because uh, I'm starting all the time with the lyrics, the melodies are just following with it. It's a bit complicated to, to explain uh, how uh, to combine a melody without uh, playing, uh, but it can't, be it can't be done. I am teaching today uh, um, some students how to, uh, to do melodies uh, without playing an instrument. Today, with uh, all the technology, we have the chance uh, doing it uh, quite, uh, quite simply. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's good. So how many albums have you released until today? I've released uh, four uh, albums and the uh, fifth one in just uh, was... Uh, we need to list it uh, before uh, the pandemic, but uh, now uh, <laughs> hopefully next year. Uh, next year. Of COVID. Yeah, and and typically, how many tracks does each album have? Yeah, uh, it's different uh, in every album. I write for uh, all uh, for each album. I write uh, 30, 30 songs, and we are uh, picking up the best. Uh, it's about ten or uh, fourteen, uh, between ten and fourteen. Oh, okay, okay, and um... which one is your favorite? Uh, Oh my God, I cannot. <laughs> oh my God, don't put me in the spot because I don't understand the words. So it's, words, yeah. yeah, so I can't, I, mean, I won't be able to really tell you. I think all of them are my favorites. And I, and you know, I follow you on Instagram and, and of course on YouTube, on Spotify. I follow you, by the way. I, I subscribe to your channel and I've downloaded your music. And when I'm out <laughs> Out, I do listen to it. So, but I you can't see me, but I'm blushing. You're blushing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it. I, I genuinely mean it. And you should learn to take a compliment, Ivan. <laughs> still learning. You're still learning. <laughs> so yeah. Yes, the guitar, the guitar arrived. Oh great, super. So what are you going to sing for us? Uh, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm thinking, what can I do for you? What will be the best one? Maybe this one. Uh, uh, this song is, uh, is from my second album, very folk, folk one. The name, the translation is is poor, but uh, the name it's over. The, is the what? Things, uh, What's the name? Bad things are are over. Uh, okay. The best thing are finished. Oh, best thing are finished. I'm going to חיילים עכשיו עוזבים את המרכבה כן אני יושב שם חושב קצת עלייך להכיל מהקלדה את המשפט הבא ואת החמקירה 
יום יומיים אני בא וחזרה. That was, I mean, I, I think there's nothing more to be said because I don't want to take away um, the flavor from the music. It's been an incredible conversation with you, Idan, and I'm so grateful and thank you so much for finding the time to be able to talk to me. Thank you. It was my privilege. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. And to see you in Israel. Absolutely. I, as soon as this pandemic is over, I'm getting on a plane. So, um, absolutely. And good luck with Fauda. And yeah, I hope to see you soon, someday. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Idan is so soft-spoken. And despite being such a big name in Israel and now the world, he chatted with me like we were friends. There was so much more I wanted to ask him, but alas, I'm so excited to listen to his new album and can't wait for Father Season 4. Hope you've enjoyed listening to my conversation with Idan. As always, it is my humble attempt to bring guests on Melting Pot who inspire. Do keep listening and supporting. For regular updates, follow us on Instagram at Podcast Melting Pot, Facebook at Melting Pot, website meltingpotcollection.com. Until the next week, this is Pyle signing off. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.